0: Look out, Earth! It's harmless phosphorescence! Hello, everyone! This is big ol' Piggy, Thoreau Smiley. Who's joining me this week?
1: I'm Josh Cece, and push me back in. I'm Brian Lesh,
2: and I'm a little Piggy. I'm Alec Weber, and I've been rolling with it since you wore baby t-shirts. Because you were a baby.
0: (laughs) And this is Harmless Phosphorescence. It's the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the production and the source material, then we tell you all about it. This show is brought to you by our patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You can be a patron too. Head over to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. We got lots of bonus content there. We got Star Wars miniseries, holiday shows. Um, we got uh, music shows and our monthly movie. Every month we do a movie from a different year, which is uh, we how it works is we each nominate a movie. Then uh, the internet votes and decides which one of those four, which we nominated uh, this month, uh, the month of February, actually. We just did our January one, which was a uh, point break. February is going to be for the year 1998, and we have our winner, guys. Are you, you, you guys want to hear what our winner for February is? Or do you want me to surprise yes. you when we start the podcast in
2: February? Uh, let's wait till March.
0: Okay. Um, so, our February movie is going
2: to no, be. I want to
0: know. Okay. Our February movie <laughs> I is. going cool. I want to know what March is. I want you to show me. Um, <laughs> I
3: grab my calendar.
0: Our February movie is going to be The Truman Show.
3: Wow.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, The Truman Show. Uh, That's our 1998 one. So that's our monthly movie. It takes a buck a month, and you get to hear the monthly movie every month, an additional podcast for you. So head on over to patreon.com slash harmlessentertainment and check it out. This week, though, on Harmless Phosphorescence, we are going to be watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows.
4: Halloween parade, bro. It's like
0: the one night of the year where we fit in. Cool. Get back here. What part of moving the shadows don't you understand?
4: I've never seen anything like this before.
2: Guys, I got a lead
0: on what's going on.
2: This will help us was an army.
0: This is
3: gonna be good!
2: <laughs> you're a rhinoceros! And you're a... Oh, I'm a little piggy. Whoa,
0: whoa. Hey fellas! What's your name? Casey Jones. Hey.
2: You do guys like a thing. If the purple ooze can turn humans into animals,
0: this
4: old
2: it could turn us
1: into humans. I and mean, we don't have to be stuck down here forever. If there's a chance that it make us human, we're
0: turtles. Whether you like it or not.
3: Gear up, guys. <laughs>
4: We keep
1: failing. No, no, sleep, sleep. Keep the team unified and you shall always succeed. Here
4: we go. Cowabunga.
2: Let's light him up.
4: This is such a good plan! Don't be getting soft on me now! <laughs> oh, this is awesome! Yes, 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 yes! <laughs> is he coming in kinda of fast?
1: <laughs> that went well. Ow. Sleep!
0: Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows. Ah, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> released uh, June third, twenty sixteen, with a running time of one hundred and twelve minutes. with the budget of one hundred and thirty-five million dollars, it made two hundred and forty-five million. So it did okay, but it wasn't much of a hit. Um, it uh was kind of a disappointment, actually, which is why we didn't get a third one. They were definitely planning on making a third one, but they did not because of the disappointing box office. Um. Mm-hmm. So, uh, th- that brings us <laughs> to the time in the show where we do the box office top ten game! Ta-ta-ta-ta. You're ready, fellas, to play the box office top ten game! Um, ready. Yeah. So, this is like a week after X-Men Apocalypse. (laughs) So almost all Mm -hmm. the movies are the same. So, um, I'm going to kind of jump around a little bit. Uh, we'll do a few out of the top 10 and, uh, we'll kind of skip some. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, okay.
1: 2016. Go as far down as you want to go. It's the game that's fun. (laughs) That's what (laughs) she said. (laughs) (laughs) Well, seriously, she continued.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, Alright, let's take a look here We've got, um, wow There's some, there's some weird movies <laughs> If you look down the charts But, um, so, uh, let's see uh, At number Opening at number 67 this week A brutal dictator comes face to face with the injustices committed by his regime When his country is taken over by revolutionists
1: Mm-hmm. Manny, the Noriega story, <laughs> the Emperor's New Groove. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How the dictator got his groove back. Melda. it's called. Ooh. It's called the President. I've never heard of this. Um, uh-huh. Wow! Oh my God! I love it. Um, at opening, also at number sixty-four. And a US astronaut prepares for a mission to Mars. This this stars Mark Strong in sixty four? Yeah, Mark Strong stars and, Elton John. and Luke Wilson. I have never heard of this movie. Mark Strong and Luke and Wilson. I love
1: that it's just getting prepared. Yeah. I hope it's ninety minutes of someone packing. It just ends with them <laughs> driving to Kennedy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right as it's about to launch, it's like, well, now we're ready. Uh-huh. i
1: have have the astronaut prepares
0: (laughs) it's called approaching the unknown
3: um (laughs) wow really hanging a lot on that approaching in the title
1: yeah Yeah, they are Um, preparing approaching
0: oh my god okay so opening at number 59 in a totalitarian society of the future in which the government controls all facets of the press. A homicide detective investigates a string of bombings and finds more than he bargained for.
3: Ted Cruz, crime-fighting action hero.
1: This stars
0: (laughs) someone named Rainier Werner Fassbender.
1: Rainier Fassbender? Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine no, what he looks Ber- like with Berner? a like Rainier, Rainier. Rainier
0: Rainier Werner. Oh, I'm sorry, Fast Binder.
1: Yeah, is he the dude that always worked with Werner um, Werner
0: I I have no idea. I don't. I don't know. I wish his last name was Wolfcastle though. Um, <laughs> so
1: <laughs> it might be who he's. Uh, yeah.
0: This is called Kamikaze eighty nine.
1: Eighty nine.
0: Uh, let's see. Um, let me find some more interesting ones here. Um, at number
1: 40. <laughs> no, wait. Sorry. Uh, that guy's not who I thought, but he's a, he's a German filmmaker. One of his movies is, listen to try, how low-key he tried to make this, The Marriage of, of Eva Braun.
0: <laughs> it's not at all about the other guy. It's just about the marriage. Eva uh, Eva Braun <laughs> Who was she married to? Nobody knows <laughs> He was a man <laughs> a It's here. just a guy
1: <laughs>
0: He's, He's just this guy, you know um, Nick? Uh, Okay, so this one uh, Life for the residents of a tower block Begins to run out of control
1: <laughs> Attack the block? No um, oh, the, the high rise?
0: Yeah, with Hiddleston Yeah oh, Yeah Um, That was a good one. Um, At... Oh. At... Okay, so uh, at number uh, 36 this week, an inspirational true story of a group of friends from a working men's club. What the fuck's a working men's club? Uh, Who decide to take on the elite Sport of Kings.
1: Oh, Sport of Kings is horse racing, right? Yes. Um, Get along, little doggies.
0: This is... It shares a name with a George Harrison album.
1: All things must pass on the left. Uh, Dark Horse?
0: Dark Horse. Yes, Al. (laughs) Dark Horse.
1: That's a a great song, you know.
0: (laughs) It would have been funny if it was called (laughs) (laughs) Gontrapo. Cool runnings. Uh, let's see. Um, ooh, okay, this is one I've never heard of. Um, Jesus Christ. okay, this actually looks like a documentary. okay? <laughs> Over third, 30- oh my God. Okay, so I'm gonna read this whole description. Do it. Over 30,000 U.S. soldiers committed suicide since 2008. Over 8,000 U.S. military veterans committed suicide in the year 2013. And 20,000 soldiers tried to commit suicide in 2013. The Unseen Battleground. Uh, the War of Ghosts and Spirits. Spiritual warfare. Mind control. Mind attack. By using ghosts and spirits. Arab, African, and other foreign cultures and traditions. God, the Bible, and science. Learn the sixth sense about how and when to protect yourself, family, and friends. Middle Eastern radical terrorists use ghosts and spirits to brainwash and recruit young Westerners. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this?
1: Alright, let's see. Wow. <laughs> conjuring 2. Still conjuring.
0: Uh, ghost
3: Communist.
0: This is wow, this so, is this is a crazy, crazy, oh, like right-wing oh. Christian documentary.
1: Well, I obviously see, <laughs> I see this revealed. Wow, seized.
0: It's called um, War Times Two. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just, kidding me? War. Multiplication sign two. War times two. <laughs> Not even like war squared. No. Wouldn't you?
1: Wouldn't that have been a better? Why too though? What are they talking about? It's the most know. consistent thing human beings have done. I is war like, times two?
3: <sighs> um, is the second war, the world war
2: battle? Like, would you say that war squared would have been exponentially better? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh... All right. Um, Let's see. So opening at number 16, a father doesn't want his three daughters to get married. Now it's up to three men to try to convince the father that they're a good fit for his daughters. All three of them? All three of them. Oh, my God.
1: War times three.
0: Oh, my God. This is the third in a trilogy, I think.
3: So does she bring home two guys to win her over to her father every movie? I am into this.
0: Oh my God! They made it. They've made. They've made four of these things. This is the third one. Oh my God! She never
3: gets married at the end. The Dowry Club, the 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 Runaway Bride Part Three. (laughs) Oh, Rise of the Machine.
0: It looks okay. Okay, it looks like this. it, It looks like this is um this is the American release of a pop of the third in a popular Indian trilogy. Oh, so weird. it's called Houseful three. Um, they made four housefuls <laughs> apparently in each and every one <laughs> daughters must convince their father that they can, could marry mar- suitors must convince the father that they need to marry the daughters.
3: Yeah. So it's like <laughs> a, more fictionalized reality television?
0: I guess yeah. <laughs> Woo. Um wow. Oh, this movie. Okay. Um at number what, uh, what is this? I don't think we did. I don't think this has come up previously. Uh number 13. Um, in a dystopian near future, single people, according to the laws of the city, are taken to the hotel where they are obliged to find a romantic partner in 45 days or are transformed into beasts and sent into the woods.
3: Ooh, I'd take the latter. That sounds dope.
0: Yeah, totally.
3: Yeah, you get to screw all kinds of things. Yeah, I'll eat berries and roots and shit.
0: Well, the thing is you don't get to... (laughs)
3: animals. So you can I just go I, fucking crazy. I saw this
0: <laughs> I saw this movie and you don't actually get to I don't think you get to choose what animal you are, so some of them are wildly inappropriate animals for the woods. <laughs> Wait, is this the lobster, the lobster movie? The lobster. Yes, the, the lobster. lobster. Well, that's what that is. Yeah, that movie I, I saw this movie. It's crazy. It is I a love
3: it. I fell asleep during part of this movie and woke up so confused and never went back to finish it because I was so confused. This movie's insane.
0: It's the weirdest, it's one of the weirdest movies I have ever seen.
3: I determined that no amount of information would clarify
1: what I had just watched. Now I'm just picturing a dolphin laying in the woods.
4: (laughs) Uh... Yeah, well, no, it was it kind spin. of like that. Yeah, like like that's
0: screwing
3: a person. Yeah. That's such a weird movie. It's too, so man.
0: weird. It's so weird. Um, okay, so uh, into I'd be the, like, I know, just change him into a baby. <laughs> isn't
3: uh, the new is the new <laughs> penguin the in that? What's his name? The t- toll booth guy or phone booth guy? Oh, uh, Colin uh, Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah.
0: Farrell. I think I can't remember. I saw it in 2016, he's, so I, I don't. I think read. he's the lobster. He is. Oh, I think That's it, right, um, yeah. Um, all
1: right. Check it
0: out. So, into the top ten. At number ten, we have Nice Guys, which we talked about last week, and an opening at number nine. I love this movie. When it becomes clear that his solo album is a failure, a former boy band member does everything in his power to maintain his celebrity status. <laughs> it, it's a Lonely Island movie.
1: Oh. Super... Oh, Never Stop Stopping?
0: Yeah, Pop Star, Never Stop Stopping. It's it's a hilarious movie. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, Judd Apatow produced it. Um, so, uh, n- uh, let's see. At number eight, we have The Jungle Book. Number seven, Sir- Neighbors 2. Number six is Captain America Civil War. Still hanging in there. Number five is The Angry Birds Movie. Number four is Alice Through the Looking Glass. Opening at number three... A girl I'm in a yeah, a girl in a small town forms an unlikely bond with a recently paralyzed man she's taking care of.
1: This, Monkey Shines. <laughs> <laughs> is that the diving? But, but no, that's all.
0: this. This stars Amelia Clark, and uh, who's the dude? Uh, something Chafflin? I don't know who this guy is.
1: Johnny Legs. It's, <laughs> it's called Good Guest.
0: Could you imagine if your name was Johnny Legs and you got paralyzed? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, The irony. No. Finally.
1: The irony is so apparent.
0: It's oh it's God. called Me Before You. I don't know what that
1: means. <laughs> <laughs> the order of restroom music.
0: <laughs> it's it's just alphabetical. <laughs> Me comes before you. <laughs> you. It's only fair.
1: You <laughs> can't spell you without me. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, number two is X Men Apocalypse. And at number one, the turtles get into another battle with their enemy, the Shredder, who has acquired new allies the mutant thugs, Bebop and Rocksteady, and the alien bean, Krang. Opening at number one, although it had a pretty big fall-off after that. Um, that is our box office top ten for the week. Which brings us to the comic and character background, Mr. Al Weber. What do we need to know about the characters who we haven't seen previously in any of these movies?
2: Um, I went ahead and... Uh... We had never talked about Casey Jones, really. Really, we didn't in the. No, in the in the very first one, I looked back at my notes, and it was more uh, we were talking about the the franchise, um, and the toys, and the cartoon. Uh, we didn't really delve into, actually, either April or Casey Jones. Huh. Um, but. Um, and I, I I didn't see the notes from the. The previous uh, CGI Turtles mm-hmm. movie. I didn't, I must have been winging it at that point. Um, recall that the Turtles comic franchise started in 1984, created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, published by their independent comics company, Mirage Studios. Casey Jones first appeared in the first issue of Raphael, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, a solo book for Raphael.
0: Wait, wait, Raphael got his own book? He did. Weird.
2: He must have like gone off on his, on his own because he was angry and yeah, was violent funny. or something. But he ended up back with the team. I, I don't know the backstory on why he got his own book. But um, having watched too many bad cop shows, Casey decides to become a vigilante to fight the criminals overrunning New York City. Uh, he dons a hockey mask and wields various sports clubs like baseball bats and hockey ma- uh, hockey sticks. <laughs> sports clubs. And the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Warner football. Uh, Casey witnessed Raphael beating some muggers and letting them go. Casey then decides to finish the job. Raphael stops Casey before he can murder them. The two fight repeatedly... <laughs> like a golf club
3: (laughs) he's he's like brutally murdering criminals
1: you look like you're crazy about murdering
2: um yeah he uh Casey Jones was pretty intense even more violent than Raphael um even going after litterers with the same ferociousness as he would say a mugger or rapist (laughs) wow dude's consistent uh, the two fight repeatedly before making peace with each other. Later on, they would give uh, Casey Jones uh, an origin story where he witnessed his family being murdered by um, uh, the Purple Litterers? Dragon. Uh, members of the Purple Dragon
0: <laughs> is that Gang. a strip? Um, is that a strip club downtown? <laughs> <yeah>.
1: uh, <laughs>
2: members of the members. Um. Ori- the original concept uh, was, like I said, uh, Casey didn't have the old trope of watching his family die, um, but was just influenced by, as I said, watching too many bad cop shows. Uh, was- Casey, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, that seems consistent with the general tone of the Turtles.
2: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Casey would become an ally to the Turtles and a love interest to April O'Neil.
0: <laughs> well, like, I
2: love the way you murder.
0: Yeah, I love the way you're the only other human <laughs> character in this book. In New York
3: City. The way he rides roller skates and beats people to death. Yep. The way he
0: fashions it. his own roller blades, apparently.
1: Ad hoc. <laughs> I have so many yeah. questions about that moment. I expected his origin to be that he was a Mountie.
0: <laughs> he rode his so, horse from Canada to New York City.
1: But hockey. He wrote, so much hockey movie. gear.
0: He rode a moose down and, here.
1: Andrea pointed out that not only does he have hockey sticks, but he had to have grabbed a bag full of pucks as well. Yes. <laughs> He's smacking the bag. Just running with a sack of pucks.
2: Um, Baxter Stockman, our next character, is a mad scientist in the Turtles universe, most notable for his creation of the robotic Mousers, or Mobile Offensive Underground Search, Excavation, and Retrieval Sentries.
1: Yeah, those were cool.
2: They were the little uh, uh, two-legged rat-looking things with the giant jaws uh, that would attack in droves.
1: Why didn't they have Baxter Stockman mutate in this movie? I don't. Because mutate. he
0: was going to do it in the third movie, oh,
1: okay. which then well, got yes. canceled.
2: Yeah. Not even Tyler Perry could save it. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Krang. Created for the 1987 animated series by writer David Wise, Krang is a brain-like creature from Dimension X who typically rides around in a robot body. Krang supplied Shredder with alien technology in his quest for domination of the Earth. The character was inspired by the Utroms, a race of brain-like aliens from the original Mirage Turtles comics. Um, Krang's first comic book appearance was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures, Volume 1, Number 1, in August of 1988, published by Archie Comics. Oh, <laughs> my. Krang. Hi, Archie.
0: um crang is yeah i uh, this this movie left me so torn in some ways because i mean let's let's i'm going to be upfront it's a terrible movie but there were so many callbacks to the show and to yeah. the toys and like to the past of the turtles that it, it was kind of charming in places with that kind of thing
1: yeah um i kind of liked seeing crang even though i didn't like crang
0: Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I didn't like Krang, but it was fun seeing him because, like, my number one memory of watching the show, other than, like, pizza and the turtles themselves, is him going, the
1: turtles! The turtles. Yeah. Um, Tina Fey, I don't don't know, one of my favorite 30 Rock jokes is, she's yelling at the writer, she's like, stop writing sketches with Krang in it. Nobody knows who Krang is. There is no reason to say Krang on television. (laughs)
2: Um, A note about the Turtles Adventures comic book. Uh, It was initially a close adaptation of storylines from the cartoon, uh, issues one through four, but uh, it would diverge from the series by issue five, and they kind of went off. It was uh, non-canon in the Turtles comic universe, Um, but uh, it was... Considered to have uh, more, have deeper and more serious storylines than the the cartoon upon which it was initially based. Uh, Krang. I, mean, I
1: would have. Heard, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: Uh, Krang. Uh, in later shows, um, they would go on to say that uh, Krang was not a single person or single creature, but um, the Krang were like uh, the collective of of those brain like brain-like creatures. Board.
0: Okay, because yeah, I have a lot of questions about Krang <laughs> from this movie specifically.
1: <laughs> I would have um, happily dealt with a third one if they, yeah, if we had gotten to see a lot of the really fringe and weirdo mutants. I remember Mondo Gecko. He was one of my favorites. Oh yeah, that's a great '80s name, '90s name.
2: Oh yeah, uh, it was in um, the the Turtles' Adventures comic that they started doing that a lot more, uh, with introducing uh, mutated anthropomorphic animals, mm-hmm. um, such mm-hmm. as Osaji Yojimbo. Um, right. Yeah, they started re-releasing a lot of those action figures.
1: Some company, kid company.
2: And finally, Bebop and Rocksteady mutant warthog and rhinoceros henchmen of the shredder the characters were designed by peter laird while negotiating the turtles action figure deal with playmate toys Uh, they were added into the 1987 cartoon series given names personalities and origin story by david weiss so um, peter laird and david weiss share creation credit for these two characters like Krang, they too had their first comic appearance. <clears throat> their first comic appearance in the first issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures in August of 1988.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Al, for the comic background. Um, this the turtles are somewhat unique in these superhero movies in that their um their origin is as tied up with toys and the cartoon as it is with the comics. Like like the, mm-hmm. the, the cartoon and the toys influence the comic as much as the comic influenced the toys and cartoon, which is, which is unusual. Usually, you know, the comics influence the toys a lot.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think of the Masters of the Universe, but I can't really think of many more examples.
0: Yeah, well, G.I. Joe, Masters of the Universe, Transformers, Thundercats, but all of those are aren't comic based. This had like, this had its comic origin when all of those were mm-hmm. cartoon and toy based and then got comics afterwards.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: Um, but, uh, um, this one, um, one, uh, thing, which I thought I mention is that the, uh, the garbage truck, which shot the, uh, the manhole covers
1: manhole. that's a direct
0: homage to a toy from the late 80s oh, yeah. that came out. Yep. Oh yeah. That's that's specifically that. Um so
1: but it was a van. Um so it's kind of cool that it was a garbage truck.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. At least yeah. the toy was a van. It yeah. Not
0: a I think it was a van in the cartoon, too. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah.
3: Well, because we got a shot of it at the end of the first movie. Or at least some Yeah approximation of the van.
0: Yeah, but it, it's shooting the, the manhole covers because it came yep. with little plastic manhole covers which you could shoot
3: out of it. My buddy had that toy. Hmm. Remember that? Nice.
0: Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, this is a tangent, <clears throat> but I don't know where else I would ever mention this on air. Um, there's some dude on Reddit who is uh, making all of the different pizzas from the cartoon and eating them. To see what they taste like. So so far he's gone. There's 64 different flavors of pizza that were mentioned in the original cartoon from the 80s. Um, he's made 46 of the 64 so far, including licorice and granola, chocolate fudge and extra garlic, peanut butter and clams, marshmallow and asparagus, tea and toast. Um, let's see, pepperoni and pizzas, jelly beans and sausage, uh, coconut and Ugh. sweet pickles. Uh, guacamole and marshmallow, popcorn, anchovies and bananas, goulash, chocolate fudge, sardines, chili peppers, and whipped cream. Is that one pizza? No, those are all different pizzas. Oh, okay. Those are all different pizzas that he's been making. Uh, tuna, peanut butter, and grape jelly. Um, pepperoni, peanut butter, and yogurt.
1: Well, I guess somebody had to do it. Yeah. Uh, so.
2: And these were all from the show, right? From all, the cartoon. These were all yeah, like pizzas, pizzas that were
0: specifically mentioned in the cartoon,
2: yeah. Michelangelo
1: was always
0: Yeah, ordering the Hi.
1: pizza.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I didn't know where else I would ever mention that on air, but I thought it was funny when we were talking about the turtles. So,
2: um the craziest uh, I don't know if it's the craziest, but um back in high school, uh trip down to Mexico, I we had a pizza that was um, like bananas, pineapple, and maraschino cherries.
0: Hmm. With, like, oh. cheese and, and marinara sauce?
2: Yeah. Or pizza sauce? Um, and I remember it actually kind of working. Huh. But that's not as out there as peanut butter and tuna.
0: No. Peanut butter and tuna is something which I hope to never experience.
2: Oh. Yeah.
1: Cocaine and waffles. There you go. Well,
0: I mean, cocaine goes with everything, so. Um. <laughs> it's like, it's like, a, it's like wearing black, um, uh, all right. So that brings us to the production of the f- <laughs> I just watched you, Brian. What?
1: The cocaine, yeah. Cocaine okay, it tie any new wearing together.
0: That. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the drug equivalent of the little black dress.
1: Um, I, saw, I saw a funny tweet. This is like how to convince your friends your IBS is a cool cocaine habit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, so for the film itself, uh, this movie was directed by Dave Green. Um, Dave Green, um, he started out uh, as a uh, music video director, as so many of these guys seem to do. Um, he directed two movies, um, let's uh, Earth to Echo, which is about like a cute alien kid. It's like a kid's movie. And this, this movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's apparently, um, involved in the production of a uh, Looney Tunes movie called Coyote versus Acme, which is being produced by oh. James Gunn. So
1: yeah, I've heard about this.
0: We've that's coming out in a couple of years. We'll see. Um, uh, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't have much, much in the way of credits outside of this one. Um, this is written by Josh Applebaum and Andre Nemec. Josh Applebaum. Uh, let's see. He wrote um, the first Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, the 2014 one. Um, in addition, so we talked about him before. In addition to like Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol, Ghost Prot. Um, <laughs> He's currently working Goes on Beverly. Broke. He's currently working War. on Beverly Hills Cop Four. Yeah, four times two. two. Yeah, <laughs> War times. <laughs> what is a good
1: horror?
0: Um, Andre Nemec is his weird. partner. They do all the writing together. They're a team. So, um, not much to say about them. Uh, Michael Bay was back producing. You can tell by everything on screen. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, on our cast, we've got uh, Pete. Plasek back as Leon or as Leonardo he uh took over from Johnny Knoxville who did not return um Pete
3: the movie's stronger for it yeah honestly it really is he was he's <laughs> well, a better his voice
1: must change a lot
3: he's the dude that played he's uh yeah. It. Yeah. yeah yeah it's
1: he...
0: Michelangelo's changed a lot he uh let's see he uh Pete played uh Teen wolf on the MTV series um that's oh. his main claim to fame. Um he's done let's see. Oh, he was in Captain Marvel. Huh. We'll see him again there. Uh, he plays Brett Johnson. I don't remember who that is. Um
3: uh, oh. hmm. hey, probably another pilot. I think it's the guy who's like telling him, Oh, it's a cockpit. He's that guy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. He remembers um, that joke in Captain Marvel. Okay. They call it a cockpit for a reason.
0: Uh okay. she yes. uh, flips uh, uh, her hair and walks away. You're a
3: girl. Uh,
0: Alan Richson as Raphael. Um, he uh, played Raphael in the first one. We've talked about him before. Jeremy Howard uh, as Donatello. Um, him, He is also back from the first one. Uh, Noel Fisher as Michelangelo. Uh, he... Was also in the first one of these things. Additionally, let's see, we've got um, <laughs> Tony Shalhoub back as Splinter. <laughs> um, Greg uh, Anthony Williams as Bebop. Um, Greg Anthony Williams. Uh, let's see, he's goes his his career goes way back. He was in Radio Land Murders. Um, and today's uh, undercover brother, Soul Plane, Harold, and Kumar go to White Castle. Uh, he's like a kind of like a classic, like comedy, like character actor dude. Um, mm-hmm. he's been in a million things. Um, you may know him best from Scooby Doo and the Spooky Scarecrow, <laughs> oh, yeah. in which he played Mayor Husk. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Yeah. Anyway, yeah, you made that for Corn Week.
0: <laughs> he did Corn Week's back. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Fairley as Rock Steady. Um, Stephen Fairley. Uh, he was he he's a wrestler known as Sheamus.
1: I was gonna say he got his one name. Yeah. Credit in this.
0: Yeah. Um. Known as he. Yeah. The 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 that's what he's mostly known for is uh. It's being a wrestler. Um, He's he's Irish. He uh, worked in the WWE for many, many years as Sheamus. Um, His film credits, um, in addition to this, include The Escapist, Scooby-Doo, and the WWE Curse of the Speed Demon.
1: (laughs) Some do. Some do, bros.
0: And the Jetsons in WWE Robo-WrestleMania. What those are wow. things, I yeah. I didn't
1: know that second one was. I know Scooby's.
0: I had no idea that existed. That came out in 2017.
1: Wow, Whoa. yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> Brad Garrett did the voice of <laughs> Krang. Krang, Brad Garrett, um, who is probably uh, best known, um,
1: Robert Barone. Yeah. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, exactly.
0: From everybody loves Raymond. Um, the lesser
1: loved brother. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. His brother. Um, Well, yeah, it's his line actually. Yeah. His, the show is his, everybody loves Raymond. Um, he, he was in Fargo season three. I don't know. He was really good.
0: Yeah. He goes back. I mean, his, his career spans decades. His first, uh, he he got his breakout in 1983 on Star Search when he was did a uh, as a oh, stand yeah. up. Um, okay. He did voices in the original Transformers cartoon, Real Ghostbusters. Um, he did a lot of like uh, sitcom stuff. He was in Roseanne for a couple episodes. Um, he's got
1: a great voice. I didn't know this was him. I had I saw it on the credits, but I didn't recognize him. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's yeah. I mean, he's a character actor going way back. The brother from Raymond is what most people will know. Um
2: the I saw a note that um Fred Armisen was originally slated to voice Krang. Huh. Uh, that would have been but fun. Had, had wow. to back out. It would have been it would have been kind of cool.
0: It I mean, it, doing a Krang voice, it probably would have been about it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh Stephen Arnell is Casey Jones. Uh he's best known as the as uh the the Green Arrow, Oliver Queen from Green Arrow.
2: Oh, say Arnell.
0: Arnell, isn't That's it? Arnell. Stephen Stephen Arnell. Oh, Arnell. Arnell.
2: I don't know. No, A A M E L. Oh, it's M
0: M-M, M, not R N. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Steven Amell. Amell. Amel. Amell. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He looks familiar. Sorry, Steve, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> <he's> <laughs> currently on the stars drama Heels. Um, he was a wrestler himself. Um, he did uh some wrestling in raw though apparently he wasn't super successful um in the WWE um yeah he doesn't have weird. a weird yeah he doesn't have a ton of credits outside of Arrow and this i mean he did he did a bunch of tv stuff but all bit parts on on shows you know CSI kind of stuff um private practice that kind of thing um Let's see. Will Arnett is back as Verne Vern Laura Linney slumming it <laughs> yeah. as police chief Rebecca Vincent. What the hell is Laura Linney doing here? My God. Um, Laura Linney's, you know, has a long and illustrious career from the late eighties. Have we talked about her on this show before? I feel like we have, but I can't find I anything like we specifically. We're
1: about to, she's in the Truman. Show. She is. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. be talking about her next
0: month. Um, but, yeah, um, she's, you know, a character actress for years. Um, oh, God, what is she best known for? She's currently in Ozark. Um, she's well-known for The Truman Show. Oh, Primal Fear, um, uh, Mystic River, Love Actually. Um, oh, she was good in The Squid and the Whale. Mm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird that she's in here.
1: Oh, well, uh, the character's so annoying and aggravating.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's the character barely exists as a character. <laughs> no, he- I know,
1: but uh, she's incredulous at times, and other times. I'm getting too old for this rhino shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, taking over from Tohoro Masamune, we got Brian T. as Shredder. Brian T., Um, he's best known as the Drift King from the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. <laughs>
1: Best known,
0: <laughs> we uh let's see, we um saw him in the Wolverine. He was uh oh yeah 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 the Wolverine. Um, he was the the the, the like soldier.
1: The, yeah,
0: oh. the yeah no
1: the Silver Samurai. There, um, no no. Was he the, the I old guy who's dying?
0: He was the dad. Yeah, I think he was the dad. I don't know.
3: It was no. I, I think he was one of the like lead henchmen. Mm.
0: Uh, he's pretty young, yeah. yeah, he's also in Jurassic World. So, all right, we've talked about him before. Uh, let's see, Tyler Perry as Dr. Baxter Stockman. I can't believe we've gone this far and we've never had Tyler Perry before, right? Huh?
1: I don't. No, we have. Have I think we? In a monthly me, Movie? I swear, we talked about him.
0: We've Weird. talked about we've he's come up in the uh the the box office top ten a number of times, but I don't think he's ever been in a movie we've done.
1: He was he's been in a Star Trek franchise. Was he in a Star Wars franchise?
0: No, he was in the 2009 I mean, but... Trek. Um, I don't I I don't really want to go off on a Tyler Perry tangent because that could take hours. Because the man is fascinating as a well, and, pop culture so- figure.
1: Yeah. And so he takes things like this because he's into it, right? I mean, that's the only thing you can survive is that, you know, yeah, he was a Turtles fan or he was a Star Trek fan. Well, and it so, was probably a two movie deal initially.
3: It was. Or pro- uh, yeah. with the promise of a future movie. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. He
0: was supposed to be back for a third one, but they canceled it due to, um, the you know, it, it not doing well.
3: He's, he seems like he was having fun at every single moment he was on screen.
1: Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, that's what I mean. He's not a dude yeah. that needs a paycheck or needs to have his face. I mean, there there were, there have been a grip of Medea movies since this movie. Well, yeah, oh a. God, before. yes.
0: So I just real fast. I mean, I'm not going to go off on a big tangent, but he got his start um, doing a one man show um, in the late '90s. Medea um, was one of the characters he played in that show, um, and the way he got going was that he, um people people would videotape his shows or he would videotape his shows and they would bootleg these shows and they would literally pass them out in in uh, African American churches in the south like pass this sh- pass these videos around copy them and that's how he started getting a following um which led to him getting a uh you know he 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 then started you know obviously he would he would uh do some bit work in movies as like like Third henchman here or there, but then he got um, a movie deal to make, uh, let's see, what was it? It was Diary of a Mad Black Woman, mm-hmm. which was the first Medea movie um, from the popularity of these uh, one man stage shows he was doing that were like passed around on bootlegged videotapes.
1: He has an empire now. It's a legit, yeah. um, you know, because yeah. he early on um, was shrewd enough to be, you know, make it his production company. And everybody works with his company rather than yeah. Yeah. But very he, interesting artist. He was in Don't Look Up recently. Um yes. the Adam McKay movie. And yeah. He, so was. He, he was just spot on perfect.
0: Yeah. That was that was awesome. Um, but yeah, he's a fascinating figure and he deserves his own episode of a show, which this is not, but uh maybe someday we'll talk about him in at more length. But uh let's see, we additionally um Oh, by the way, this character was in the first film, portrayed by uh, K. Todd Freeman. He barely existed in this first, in the first movie um, as a character. Um, Brittany Ishibashi is uh, Karai. Uh, she took over the role from uh, Minae Noji, who did it in the first film. A lot of recasting. <laughs> Um, Brittany, she was in runaways, wasn't she? She was. Yeah. She was the mom in runaways. Yeah. She was in runaways, political animals, supernatural. Um, she works a lot. Um, her, Oh, her first credit is a, she played advisee in Felicity in 1999. Oh wow. So, um, yeah. So, uh, let's see. Originally, um, the, uh, let's see the, f- oh, oh by the way, I almost forgot to mention, we did get, um, uh, Kevin Eastman played the pizza guy as a, in a cameo yep. and they call him yep. Kevin yep. in this. Um, so, uh, yeah, originally this movie, uh, was going to be called, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles colon half shell. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, cool. <laughs> I'm glad it's not. Yeah. He, heroes, <laughs> yeah. In a, heroes in a half shell, maybe, but just half shell. But, yeah, why it's half good. shell? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Uh, but this, they definitely changed course in tone for this movie, but I feel like not enough. Like, it, I. Uh- it,
3: I watched an interview with the writers and director and producers um, with the with the cast some morning television interview, and that was what they said they were like we just we wanted to change the tone completely from the fact that the foot gang doesn't have guns now they have swords to invoking the toys and the cartoons. I was like, "Oh, well that makes a lot more yeah. sense. I watched that before we started talking about that."
0: Well, this. and it was like 50% there cuz it's 50% like a fun cheesy callback to the original <laughs> turtles, but then it's also 50% like this like serious Michael Bay action bullshit. So it like I had a lot of whiplash from from the inconsistencies yeah. in tone in this movie. Oh.
3: I feel like it's married to the first one too much. Yeah. Like it should have been a complete reboot, but you know some of the actors are great in this.
0: <laughs> Megan Fox is not one of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my but, god.
1: I, yeah.
3: I yeah, I one feel of my like I, Yeah, I I think that uh, there's a serious Anakin in the prequels thing going on with Megan Fox. Oh my movie. God. She
0: is phoning it in hardcore like uh, like yeah. every like every role she was like or every line was just delivered like straight ahead like I believe that I am entitled to a phone call. All right. That's the production. Uh, This movie has 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, uh, Turtles in Time is ranked lower, or it does have a lower percentage than this one, Um, but it's the only Turtles movie with lower percentage, yeah. Um, That's about it, guys. You ready Mm -hmm. to jump into the movie itself?
2: I already packed my Speedo. Cowabunga?
0: Uh, All right. Here we go, guys. This is. Squirrel formation. (laughs) Squirrel formation. This is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. We open on New York City. The turtles are cavorting across the city rooftops. They head to Madison Square Garden, where.
1: They're at the top of the Empire State Building.
0: Yeah, that's where they start,
1: right? Yeah, so let's just keep that in mind. Yeah. Just how high high up that is. Yeah, I have questions <laughs> <laughs> about the- No, and mine aren't even about them jumping and, you know, repelling. That's fine. I can suspend that disbelief. <laughs> but when they're afraid of heights and not is-, is
0: Yes, that gets confusing. Convenient. That gets confusing. Yeah. I also, like, for the first time in my entire life- which this isn't necessarily a question about the movie itself, about but about the turtles in general, have questions about their speed, agility, and strength? <laughs> yes. Because like Spider-Man has the proportional speed, agility, and strength of a spider. <laughs> do, do they have the proportional are...
1: speed, strength, and agility of turtles? No, no they're almost a ton each, Right. Like how do I understand how they dive down into a manhole cover? But how do they propel themselves back up? What
0: what are what are their superpowers? Because as far as I can tell, they're just anthropomorphic turtles that learned that learned learned um, kung fu from a book, according to this series. Like, mm-hmm. where do they get the ability to spring and jump and flip from building to building?
2: So I know it doesn't make much of a difference, but um, I think they started out on the Chrysler Building, which they went back to (laughs) later. But when when
1: yeah, but it doesn't make
2: much difference height wise because it's still really tall. But they did land on one of those famous like eagle statues when they all collapsed on top of one each other, one another. Mm -hmm. So so they're they're big on the Chrysler Building.
3: They mention it later. Yes, I I guess. To answer your question, throw the ooze, it does whatever it needs to do to their bodies. <laughs> I
2: guess, yeah. I guess they didn't get bit by a radioactive turtle. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> the point yeah, but- and so many Or if they
2: know. were turtles to begin with, they didn't get bit by a radioactive human.
0: <laughs> so wait, wait, they would be turtles with the proportional speed, strength, and agility of a human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah i guess the ooze does everything it does it's funny that they still called it ooze considering the rest of this movie was filled with actual scientific sounding gobbledygook yeah
3: i was gonna say that yeah are they gonna call it like substrate or something i don't know like mutagen yeah
1: yeah Yeah. well yeah they could have called it i guess steals technology Right. Because nothing was hobbled together. No. This was all fucking Bruce Wayne level. Where
0: was he shit. getting this tech? Like he, yeah, he had to it wasn't steal
1: it. Like Professor from Gilligan's Island. Like in the past, Donatello has had to <laughs> he's had to make do with what was found in the sewers and such. And yeah. it's
0: so much more advanced than what the humans have,
1: other than Maybe the foot clan. Helping him. <laughs> yeah. They're stealing some shit. Yeah, they
0: are. Um but um <laughs> Yeah, so Jude, apparently, you know, he, he's been taking chemistry and physics classes in school. Um, and so he's recently learned about isotopes. So the fact that they kept ca- talking about isotopes drove him insane <laughs> because he's recently That's learned true. what they actually do. So it's like, this makes no sense. I was like, I know, Jude, but does the purple ooze make sense? <laughs> it's the
1: isotopes. <laughs> are the problem, not the purple yeah. ooze. That is just ooze. Everything else. Yeah. Space-time continue.
0: All right. So they head to Madison Square Garden where Vern is being honored at a Knicks game, which is lucky for us because we get a whole lot of backstory if, in case you didn't see the first movie. <laughs>
1: right. And just, I know that Will Arnett's in the crowd, but it's just funny. Like being at an NBA game and then right in the middle, they're just like, all right, the Knicks, and don't forget, 9-11. <laughs> right?
0: Our most <laughs> like, recent 9-11 type thing that happened.
1: Right. Let's have a retrospective here. Bring the mood up.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, so... They're like
1: uh, when a shadow fell over the city, also known as the Chicago Bulls.
0: Could you, <laughs> could you imagine if a dude named The Shredder <laughs> tried to destroy New <laughs> City yeah. with a gas? Like... <laughs>
1: Give sidekick, the cheese grater.
0: <laughs> oh, so, all right. Yeah, uh, the, the main point, though, is that we learned that he took credit for the events of the last movie in order to keep the turtles secret. Meanwhile, April O'Neil is undercover investigating a famous scientist, Baxter Stockman, who she suspects is working the shredder. She hacks his iPad with her Apple Watch that Donatello made her. Um, the turtles head home with a, this is Tony Stark, Batman level technology. Yes, it is, and it's so sleek and like holographic and like. Did the? Uh-huh. Did they call? I just have a question. Did Krang call his machine that he sent in the past? Which I have many questions about all of this. But um, did he call the it? Technodrome. An, I swear he called the no no the thing he sent before the te- there was the technodrome, but the thing he sent oh. prior to the technodrome in order to open the portal, which apparently yeah, the MacGuffin. Right. Yeah did he call that an arc reactor? I swear he said those words. What did arc capacitor arc capacitor? Okay. Thank you. Very, very different from an arc reactor. Um, it capacitates arcs rather than reacting to them.
1: Um, so, all right. Um, (laughs) Uh, well, it has no problem in this movie then. Yeah. (laughs) No arcs to be found.
3: (sighs) Yeah. oh yeah yes. did we just walk right through the element of uh of of spycraft and the, uh yeah. Costume
1: change. yeah her schoolgirl girl outfit changes she stole a dress what's happening in penn station <laughs> right what okay. is this so that's where they they are at first uh, upstairs you think maybe they're at some sort of event or, or museum then you get down and it it's clearly Penn Station, but um, there are all these weird field trips. It's the middle of the night and apparently it's Halloween. Yes! What is happening? <laughs> so what is happening? I uh, So they don't let you know it's Halloween until after this. So there's a cowboy. There's a dude in a king. Tu- it almost looks like Night at the Smithsonian. And then a bunch of Catholic schoolgirls. Taking pictures with random people. drunkenly grabbing... Passersby for pictures. Were they like April like
3: Theater. And she planned her whole ruse around running into these girls. Like, were they doing enough recon for her to know that if uh, you blend in with this, there's a sexy schoolgirl. No,
1: there's a stall selling a, Catholic schoolgirl skirts that she steals one from. The whole outfit was she not dressed already? Okay, and she had. Well, a, whatever she, she, had, was she had
3: already do. talked to that guy, so she had to change her outfit. Yeah, I couldn't just take the
1: gig. leg off. Yeah, it was. She's it, a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. She's a simple Catholic schoolgirl.
3: This somehow this is in worse than Transformers.
1: Ra- the shot
3: of her with, with on a, the hood of the car, you know, because I mean, she's a- doing something in that. And this, it's like Rube Goldberg of Rube Goldberg of let's get megan fox into a
1: schoolgirl outfit
4: yeah Yeah, somebody
1: dosed the city with acid not that new york is a (laughs) sensical place but yeah what is happening in that train station
0: i mean my god yeah that was ridiculous
3: did they make it halloween so they could get her into the schoolgirl outfit so they could get mikey up on the street
0: for 30 30 seconds that
3: too was that the second purpose of this? Because the first purpose, it's clear they wrote this entire sequence to get her into a schoolgirl dress. Yeah. This was a, not like, this didn't need to happen for I, the plot. I would also <laughs>
0: point out that that is a Dia de los Muertos parade, not a Halloween parade. And Dia de los Muertos yeah. is not October 31st.
1: No. I, I will and I will. There say were carnival dancers in the parade even.
3: And I'll, I'll, I'll give them that one. I'll give them that one. It's interesting. It's New York City. Pretty you know, that's that's that was my read. As somebody who's not from New York, I've never been. I assume that things like that happen, and they call it a Halloween parade. Sure, I'll buy it.
0: I did Google it. Being from Tucson, and, I did
3: think like Dia and, and, de los Muertos.
0: No, no, no. I did Google it. New York does have an annual Dia de los Muertos parade. Um, it's mostly uh, the Puerto Rican community mostly mm-hmm. I, um, I revolves would, around it, but yeah. um, or it revolves around the Puerto Rican community mostly, but um, yeah. Whatever. It's the night after I mean, Halloween. I never,
1: probably, I didn't live in New York City, but I lived in Chicago, and it was the same kind of thing. Like there was a there was a whole Puerto Rican neighborhood. Naturally, there was a Swedish one, a Polish one. But yeah, each they would have their own parades for their own. That's yeah. That's
0: was there? Hey, did Chicago have a big um, summer festival um,
1: uh, season? Yeah, there's a um, it's. Taste Chicago, taste of Chicago or something. But there was literally, um, it, when the weather was nice, there was a festival in some neighborhood almost every weekend. That's the same with Milwaukee, um, which Orgy is. Town, the gay, um, the oh. LGBT yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. Constant, awesome parties and street fairs and stuff.
0: So. It, it was this. I was just wondering because Milwaukee is an hour from Chicago and it was kind of the same yep. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So. Um,
2: Speaking of the parade. Um, the Transformer costume was pretty awesome.
0: The my, Yeah, it was. in the Michael oh, Bay yeah. reference there. Um, With the full sound
2: of the
3: transformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, there was a cool little uh, tidbit added to that. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, all right. Very on the notes. April finds out Baxter's planning to break Shredder out of custody during a prison transfer, and she tells the turtles about it. The fucking. <laughs> She's. I was. Okay. One of my. <laughs> One of my unanswered questions. Baxter's sending emails about breaking Shredder out of prison? Who is he emailing? Is oh, he emailing God. the Foot Clan? Is there is a Foot Clan member checking his Gmail?
1: <laughs> like No, and I so are we to believe that for a whole year Shredder has been in county holding or something? I would have put the dude right into Rikers. You can do that with 31 counts of first-degree murder. You can go ahead and take the dude right to prison while his trial he's, is happening. It's like
0: Osama bin Laden. Why yes. is he being transferred with two Why? other random street dudes who, yeah. with just Why two are you cops, that guy?
1: Who, he's not in protective custody. Who
0: don't have weapons on them? They have to load the weapon, the one weapon they have. What the
1: fuck right. is this?
2: Yeah, um, was he in the hospital? Because wasn't he like largely crushed in the first movie? He just, shredded. He dipped his hand in some some mutagen. Yeah, Shredder. He was like a building no, fell no. on him. No, no.
0: He yeah. Shredder was shredded. They got <laughs> an infirmary at Rikers. But yeah, all right. So the tr- prisoner transfer begins. Shredder's in an armored vehicle along with two petty crooks named Bebop and Rocksteady. He's being escorted by a driver and an additional cop who does not have a loaded weapon on him named Casey Jones.
3: He brought a hockey stick and some
1: pucks in his pocket. Don't worry. So, the, in, case, in case a pickup street hockey game happened or <laughs> crime fighting, yeah. So go play on top of a liquor store later. Game on. So after
0: reading these hacked emails. From Baxter, who, again, who is he emailing about breaking Shredder out?
3: Also, he's taking notes on a criminal conspiracy.
0: That's I was like- say, By email! About the crime that we're doing. By email! Like, what is happening? And she's like, I got his emails. Oh, they're disappearing. But what I read before they disappeared, and like, that's essentially her really delivery. Yeah. yeah. They're disappearing. Well, and they
3: conveniently show us on the screen- hack in progress, look at folders. It felt like um, hackers level. It's like, why are they showing us Also,
0: her little watch said connected by Bluetooth. (laughs) She connected by Bluetooth.
3: Well, and my favorite detail on this this whole ruse was the little face at the end, the little turtle face.
1: (laughs) That's right. That's Uh... what I mean. His tech is so... (sighs) All right. So anyway, Catholic schoolgirl detected.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They get there in time to find the foot clan trying to break shredder out of the vehicle. The turtles do. They drive up in their trash car. Casey Jones tries to stop the jailbreak too, but between him and the turtles, they nearly foil the plan. But at the last minute, Baxter breaks out this found technology teleporter
1: and teleports
0: shredder away.
1: And they Why, use a helicopter and magnet to get them out, but let's have a prologue of all this motorcycle gang, but you know, I would have just gone right to helicopter. Yes. Yeah. Well,
3: you have teleportation technology. Just well, there's that dude. <laughs> use the teleporter. Why don't you figure that out? You figured it out mid fucking heist and decided to use it? Or was that the plan all along? So I, that was the plan all along. Why not just teleport? This is teleport kind of. Teleport
0: in and then teleport out. Yeah. Build
3: two teleporters. I, I don't understand. The
0: teleport thing. So, this is kind of the same thing in the, as in the first movie. Their technology is so advanced compared to the rest of the world. They don't need to have an additional plan. Just use that technology you have and you will be super rich and famous. There. Like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk level. Yeah,
3: yeah, you could literally make a fortune just teleporting. Water or gas or just owning just from owning place to place. bags of rice. I don't know. Just
0: owning the just patent owning on the, on the teleporter. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all you have to do. <laughs> like yeah. what who the needs fuck? to teleport
3: exactly. a super criminal when you could just teleport anything?
0: <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: Anyways,
0: yeah, We're teleporting
3: sand they, from one country to another. Boom. We get
1: some cranksplaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. So he transports Shredder away. Um, in the chaos, the vehicle crashes and Bebop and Rocksteady also escape. Shredder's teleported to an alternate dimension where he meets Commander Krang, an alien military man, apparently. Yeah, he has a rank. He's commander. Yes. <laughs> He's a giant brain in a robot body. Years.
2: Who's immediately a dick.
0: And speaks right English.
2: Of mm-hmm. <laughs> he just he just starts slapping Shredder with his slimy tentacle. Yeah. Yeah. For no good reason.
1: Yeah, it was it was intense because they had just made Shredder so you know, they, they reminded you how centered and evil and calm and devious, you know, and then slap with the fucking octopus took <laughs> just took all of his agency right away from <laughs> Yeah. So um
0: apparently Fuck that guy so apparently years ago. Years ago, Krang sent his arc capacitor through a portal. He sent it through a portal Mm -hmm. to Earth, and it broke up in the Earth's (laughs) atmosphere. This thing which makes portals, he sent through a portal. Oh, yeah. How? Yep. Everything Krang does makes no sense because you could... He's, he, he, he has a technodrome. He obviously has a budget. Why doesn't he just make another arc capacitor in his own dimension, send it through another portal, which he can apparently do at any time, and not have it go into Earth's atmosphere, come out a little ways away from Earth, and then just take over Earth from there? Why does he have to go through all of this? Where? Why does he know he only has one arc capacitor in his entire fucking dimensions military? Maybe he forgot.
2: He's like, oh, he's I, he made the mistake of it. sending the prototype.
0: <laughs> make another one.
3: <laughs> he does it freehand every time it's improvising. He doesn't take notes.
0: Does he make he's it a- himself? He's a commander in a military. What is the government? He's a commander for what is what government? What military is he representing that's going to come through and take over Earth? What's their tax policy like?
3: Right. How can they afford this large of a project? But they can't
0: afford to make another arc capacitor.
2: They spent their budget on social security. They have a much smaller military budget. It
0: was yeah. it was all was it was providing all of their citizens with health care.
2: They're they're very liberal. That's how the, the brains mix. got the robot
0: bodies because it's socialized medicine.
1: Socialized <laughs> medicine. They're free in Canada, Casey says.
0: The robot body—you get a free robot body for your brain, in Canada. <laughs>
1: for your abdomen, talking brain.
0: Uh so all right. Um, anyways, so
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he looks like one of those really bad medication commercials where they anthropomorphize the disease. They're like, <laughs> you have irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> He's like, try. Mira. He <laughs> was like... like a burst appendix
2: more than he was a brain. Yeah.
3: Man. <laughs> so um, feel like
2: your big toenail is being <laughs> lifted like a car oh, hood. Oh, oh, God, oh,
0: worst commercial oh, ever. Ever. Fuck. So
2: can we talk
3: about his, his character design. Because in the in the cartoon, he was behind glass, right?
0: He was like in a tube, like a box, like He a, was like the head of yeah.
3: Nixon yeah. in a yeah, in a thing. Right. It, it was,
1: you know, his atmosphere or whatever. He doesn't need the body to stay alive. No. In fact, he's like, push me back in. Yeah. yeah that, that
2: was a weird bit of uh, attempted comedy to yeah. have the robot stupidly pushing, punching him back into his. <laughs> yeah. Abdomen. That
0: was weird. That was weird. Yeah.
3: Because I can buy him living outside of the, the body with the tentacle things attached to him because he was still attached. Like, uh, old old Palpatine and <laughs> Rise of Skywalker, uh, um, but yeah, old, yeah, I was like, I could, <laughs> I can buy that, but there were a lot of choices that were a result of that that just made it made me question the design the entire time.
0: Yeah, it, oh my god, everything with Krang was just drove me insane. None of it made yeah. any sense. Nothing made any sense. He was just sassy. He didn't speak through the robot. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. It's just like, and also, what's a drome, Al? Do you know is uh, a drome
3: a thing or is it like just a velodrome? A velodrome is where you ride a
0: bicycle. So a drome is like a dome, but a, dr- a drome.
2: Yeah, uh, there's a hippodrome. Okay, uh, if memory
3: serves. And this is <laughs> that where they keep the hippopotamuses.
0: And this this particular uh, drome is a technodrome so i feel there should have been a lot more like edm and like ravers
2: lots of ecstasy uh hippodrome um theater or other performance venue in ancient greece or rome it was a course for chariot or horse races
0: and this is the technodrome where (laughs) techno it's a (laughs) chariot for techno (laughs)
3: They have techno races. Who can play music at the fastest tempo? (laughs) All
0: right. So, um, anyways, so Shredder... uh, Shredder makes a deal. You can take over Earth if you help me defeat the turtles. That seems like a bad deal. (laughs) Because by taking over the Earth, defeating the turtles would be part of taking over the Earth, I would assume, in the first place. Yeah. Um... Yeah. So uh, well, he, and, what what is he going to get? Nothing. In return, Shredder gets nothing. Yeah. The, his the only deal Did, was get rid of the help me get rid of the turtles and I'll help you take over earth. That was the entire deal.
2: There, didn't he insinuate that Shredder would be uh you know, like Partially in command somewhere. No, I watch. I watched
0: I, watched, no. I watched that scene twice carefully. He never okay. once. He's like, he's like, do this and help me take over Earth. And he's like, I'll do that if you help me get rid of the turtles. That's yeah, not, that a, good deal, <laughs> not yeah. a good no, deal, Shredder.
1: It's not a good deal because one takes care of the other. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Um, so, anyways, yeah, he agrees to do that, and he gives him a vial of purple ooze, which he says will take care, of, help him take care of the turtles.
3: Why didn't he take it himself in that moment? Like, oh, this will help me take care of the turtles. I'm going to drink this right now.
0: (laughs) And Crane's like, no, no, that's too much. You're going to trip out, man.
3: (laughs) Right? Like, if a brain robot alien gives you a thing and says you will use this to fight your enemy, you should take it and not give it to your dingbats. The two two dumbest dudes you just met. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. this made me question: Did Shredder take the original ooze? Also, is that why he is still young? I, and like strong enough to fight the Ninja Turtles. I was always under the impression that he did. I just never put two and two together.
0: I don't know. I he's don't, a
3: real. He's a real ooze hound, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, but the point is, the the arc capacitor broke into three parts. One of them Baxter has, that's his teleportation thing. One's in a museum in New York, lucky, and the other one is in the Brazilian rainforest. Shredder agrees to help Krang. Krang gives Shredder the ooze and then sends him back to Earth. Meanwhile, the turtles figure out that Shredder used a teleporter, you know, because he teleported. April suspects that Baxter's behind it and decides to infiltrate his lab to spy on him. Meanwhile, Casey Jones meets uh, Chief of Police Rebecca Vincent, who takes over the case. Um, He gets blamed for the escape and is put on unpaid leave, which is the most unrealistic part of this entire movie, that a cop would ever be put on unpaid leave.
2: And for what? He is a lowly corrections officer.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, man of the people. So he's not a real cop, even.
2: No. He... Yeah. He's gonna he, he, grow up to be a detective. He why, aspires to be a detective. Yes.
0: Why did this universe's Osama bin Laden have such shitty security on his prison transfer? Cuz
3: yeah. police budgets are too low, man. We need to dump more money into
1: police budgets in places You got to like just you got to take your deadliest criminals and just move them around. <laughs>
0: just
1: drive them all around.
0: Tra- drive them all over town. They'll appreciate getting out into the fresh air.
3: Well, and they didn't like, even give us the like classic shell game thing where they're like we're going to send out three trucks. That's why they're thin.
0: Yeah, like nothing.
3: They just This movie spent millions of dollars on so many shots
1: except for the first one. No. Oh, and God. they didn't have a single underground plastic cell like the MCU has so <laughs> <Yes. or> many.
0: <laughs> Not a single one. Um so all right, uh Casey Jones decides he's going to track down Bebop and Rocksteady all on his own. The two of them, meanwhile, are at their favorite bar where they get burner phones Um, from from uh, Liz Lemon's ex. Um, what's that is Buffy, the yes. Beeper King.
1: Yeah. He's selling yeah. these old school flip phones and he's the Beeper King.
0: Yeah, exactly. And what's funny is- Dean he's Winters. Also the subway.
1: Dean. Dean Winters. He's also the subway hero in an episode, which is essentially Vern's character in this. Like, oh, yeah. Did one sort of like- yeah, and then just is a celebrity <laughs> living off his help. a guy in a subway station fame. Um, so yeah, Shredder shows like, up. This is the Stanley Cup. It and I are fighting illiteracy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Shredder shows up, recruits them to join his gang. Meanwhile, the turtles are hanging out waiting for nightfall because they can't go out in the daylight due to being vampires or their appearance. They certainly couldn't travel During the day in the sewers or on the rooftops, Splinter gives Leonardo some advice on being a leader. Casey Jones shows up at the bar and smashes the place up until the bartender agrees to give him a GPS tracker, which is clearly a screen put onto some sort of walkie-talkie. Yeah.
1: He's all, you can track them with this. Although it's 2016.
0: You could just track them with an app in 2016. You don't need like a walkie talkie talkie device.
1: No. Uh, This to explain it to
3: anyone. This criminal enterprise is terrible too. I'm selling you anonymous phones
1: which i'm tracking that i
3: am tracking by
0: gps and also casey jones wasn't threatening to like kill him or anything he wasn't beating him up he was just smashing his bar up and he gives it up so fast this Uh, criminal bartender doesn't have a gun back behind the bar what yeah why would you be letting
3: this happen like well i got insurance it's fine
1: i'm sorry you're a suspended corrections officer right Get the fuck off my property! <laughs> Who the f- what are you fucking? Wh- Get the fuck out of here!
0: Like you're smashing glasses. I'm gonna jump over this bar and beat the fuck out of you.
1: Get well, you and my ass out of my bar. This is the first
0: criminal
3: bar without criminals inside it to like, yeah, protect I know. it. And criminal bar is such like a weird generalization, but that's you know we see yeah, those in movies. It's where, a movie oh, trope. The guy, the the hero starts a scene and a bunch of bad guys show up.
1: Yeah. No, it's like, a popular, uh, yeah, because it's in their file even.
3: Yeah. Criminal bar.
1: Yeah. That's where
3: you can find them. That's where you, that's the address they leave for business. <laughs> criminal bar. Yeah. Yeah. Criminal bar <laughs> on the corner of larceny uh, and murder. I don't know. Um, why, why are there no people in this bar?
0: What the fuck? Why is this bar? Bo- yeah. Oh, uh, this is so terrible. Though we do, get in, we do get a vanilla ice reference, at least, um, back in Baxter's yeah. lab. Shredder uh, tells Baxter about the portal, gives him the purple ooze, which he immediately puts into a dark gun. Because that's what scientists do. They take unknown substances and put them in dark guns.
2: Yeah, immediately, dude.
0: <laughs> they turn Bebop into... That's and her- Ooze Science
2: oh. 101.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the ooze was
3: like a physical object at first, right? That had to be
0: It was in a vial. It was in a vial. Had to
1: be it was a yeah.
0: purple ooze that was in a vial. The ooze from the previous and Andrew, movie the was green ooze.
1: Moses.
0: The previous ooze was green. This ooze is purple. So yeah, it's I mean, obviously from another dimension. Know. Um
1: and this I, I don't know, but how anachronistic so every time there's a new movie these guys are teenagers right and it's, their timeline starts over right Yes right Yes Okay so they were these turtles were born around 2000 maybe Yeah but it's like what even still in 2016 they're making jokes about the movie Scarface in movies for kids, and I'm not talking inappropriate. I'm saying who the fuck you, you know what? Like, uh, yeah, imagine being 11 and watching. It's like say hello to my little friend, like again and again. This and
0: is again. a Nickelodeon movie. Yes, it was yeah. ostensibly Wonder- made for 11 year olds, but of but we get Megan Fox in a schoolgirl outfit. And Scarface references.
1: Like that. But yeah, it's like after our generation, I wonder how many kids went and watched Scarface just to get the references every time it's brought up. <laughs> in, I finally watched Goodfellas with
0: Jude and he was like, so many things I've seen make sense now.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Who, like the De Niro in Taxi Driver. Yeah. You're talking to me? You talking to me? It's like, oh. I wonder what that's from. I'm going to go watch it. Oh, my God, my eyeballs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God, my brain. Yes.
0: Um. So, all right. April sneaks in and is spying on them. She steals a dart, which has some of the ooze in it. And then she steals the whole vial while Bebop and Rocksteady are smashing the place up with their general Joy de vie. Um,
3: <laughs> she gets an Indiana Jones stunt, bro.
0: Yeah, she, like, does some tumbling and running and sliding
3: yeah
1: the slide i was like that's kind of cool i guess yeah yeah. Fun. and i'm sorry i don't care what business or office it is there are not enough hats and jackets for you to put on that woman that nobody notices her walking around yes like that's a police station it's like her and then laura linney and then
0: well but also the, also again <laughs> again this is an office in a whole skyscraper what are on all the other floors that they're like blowing things up and teleporting things? And they have rhino men and like the like like the insurance office one floor down is like I hate those guys.
2: <laughs> it's the Baxter Building. <laughs>
0: oh.
1: Uh, um. So, anyway, she runs out. But how cool
2: would it? Have, I'm sorry to interrupt,
1: but how cool would it have been to just have some mousers? Like in the Stockman Lab, even when Vern went back later, sorry to jump ahead, but you know what Just I mean. Just sitting there, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Or even yeah. coming after Vern as he's getting the camera. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so all this right. To me. She runs out and is chased by the Foot Clan, but is saved by Casey Jones in a hockey mask. Um, she loses the ooze, which ends up being found by the police. Um, she and Casey meet the Turtles. They head to the sewer layer. Casey agrees to work with them to save the city, while Donatello examines the ooze.
2: The giant rat bit was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was fine. It was cute. It was just,
2: he he is freaked out by the turtles. This is a guy's there's a giant rat over there. And they, <laughs> and they talk, uh uh they get him to attack it.
0: Well, but here's <laughs> the thing. It's a giant rat wearing clothing and I just met four turtles wearing clothing. I'd be like, right.
2: "Hey, do yeah. you
0: know that rat?" <laughs> <laughs> would be my That's first question. Mean. So,
1: like Laura Lenny bitches about having to deal with the rhinoceros and a warthog, and then is like incredulous at the turtles. Like, yeah, what is this? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and sh- I got to deal with this rhino and warthog. Stop with the turtle bullshit.
0: Uh, so Donnie figures out that the ooze could turn them all human, and tells Leonardo about it. Leo decides not to tell the other two turtles, although Mikey overhears the conversation. Shredder retrieves the piece of the transporter from the museum while Mikey tells Raphael about the ooze um, and that Leo was keeping it secret. Raphael's angry. He confronts Leo. They argue. They're interrupted by Donnie telling them that an alarm went off at the museum. For some reason, he has the museum alarm set on like a Google alert or something. Um, Leo and Donnie head out with Leo ordering Raph and Mikey to stay behind. Raph, in his anger, decides to go after the vial of ooze at the police station.
3: I, I don't understand why they split up I mean obviously so the movie could happen but it's not a Ninja Turtles thing that they do
0: no it's because they wanted to create some sort of false yeah. like, conflict between them so they had to come together at the end but it was all so They're, I would say it's so yeah. contrived but this is a movie about anthropomorphic turtles fighting, Tur- t- totally. fighting Tur- brains from other dimensions so I don't know I, I, I give up. I, just, I give up.
3: Story-wise, it would have made more sense for them to go on this adventure together and split up, you know, or something.
0: I think I give up on
3: everything
1: um, at the museum. Yeah, Brazil. there's nothing. They don't even do anything when they're there. Yeah. No,
0: at the museum, there's no reason for them to go to the museum except for Donnie to figure out that Shredder's collecting pieces of a machine to open a portal to another dimension. Neut- neutronium? It it has neutronium signatures. Is neutronium a real thing? That. Science, Al.
2: Science, Al. Neutronium is a, a hypothetical sub- substance. Um, it, in hypothetical science, a uh, an atom that is that has no protons. is completely made of neutrons. Um, thus, it would make it element zero before. Um, hydrogen on the periodic table.
0: Would it create black holes? i um, <laughs> checking to see if the science checks out. We know it doesn't.
2: No. Um, but, <laughs> Tell us about ooze. But they <laughs> did, they do uh, theorize that this substance could exist in the cores of neutron stars.
3: Hmm. Interesting.
0: So, all right. Um, anyways, it's going to... Raphael, or not Raphael, Donatello figures out that Shredder's collecting pieces of a machine to open a portal to another dimension. Raphael Mikey recruit April and Casey to break into the police HQ and get the ooze back. They, in turn, recruit Vern, who's busy receiving the key to the city for his supposed heroism. Vern goes in, creates a distraction, while Casey, April, and the turtles sneak in and get the ooze. Um, this is... So these turtles... Are a solid seven feet tall. They're like four feet wide with their shells. Yet, mm-hmm. the air ducts in the police station are fucking a- gigantic. They're big yeah, enough they to push the, the the air ducts. the The heating vents in the police station are big enough to to drive a golf cart through.
1: Yeah, but he can all subtly and and slowly drop the passcode down through the vent or whatever. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, they're interrupted by Foot Clan ninjas. Raf and Mikey have to reveal themselves to the humans in order to get the ooze back, which they do just as Donnie and Leo show up. Um, they're held at gunpoint by terrified police, including Chief Rebecca, Chief Becky, I call her. Um, <laughs> you know, in private. Um, April and Casey put themselves between the cops and the turtles, allowing the turtles to escape although Casey and April are taken into custody um back at their lair Leo and Raph are furious at each other but they're also disheartened by the humans reactions to the turtles appearance Leo is upset that he can't get the turtles to all be on the same page Splinter tells them that it's their differences that makes them strong Donnie tracks the ooze signature and Bebop and Rocksteady and they realize they're on a flight to Brazil. So they sneak onto a cargo plane to catch them. And this is the point where time ceases to exist in the way that we currently know it. Yes. Because, oh, my God, yeah. the Brazil trip real. and oh. the, the, the interrogation room sequence. It's because
2: of the neutronium.
0: <laughs> How did these
3: turtles get onto an airplane?
0: So, OK, so I'm just gonna- like
3: a cargo door, obviously, but like they are seven feet tall and there are four of
0: them. So I'm jumping yeah. ahead a bit here, but this timeline is insane. Like and I know f- movies love to play fast and loose with timelines and traveling and everything. But this one is just one of those bonkers <laughs> things I've ever seen in the amount of time. So, OK, so. So um, Casey and April are being interrogated by the police chief for the entirety of the Turtles trip to and back from Brazil, which, by my calculations, would take a minimum of 48 hours, assuming that they fell in the jungle about 100 yards away from another airport.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. And if they got to the right place. Without and didn't travel. have to
0: wait for a plane, that the plane they needed, mm-hmm. they jumped onto the minute they got to the airport and didn't have to wait four or five hours.
1: And yet not drive into the jungle like it says it was. Yes. Don't they all weigh like a ton each? Yes.
0: Yeah. And airplanes. How
1: do they get on an airplane the without them being like, did somebody park a car
3: in the cargo?
0: And how do they know which yeah, of these cargo planes?
3: about the service. <laughs> like a manifest. <laughs>
0: and how do they know which of these cargo planes is going to Brazil and is going to cross with the flight that Rocksteady and Bebop are on back from Brazil.
3: The, the other way. Yeah. That's I, I assume that it is, uh, is. Do we have a genius level intellect on this team, Al?
0: I mean, well, Donatello?
2: Yes, we do.
1: To together. In the so, past, not so much.
2: Donatello is technically a genius. But how did. <laughs> Ooh,
1: hey,
0: Michael. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Um, yes, but, um, what, how, how did he know what flight they were going to take back? I assume this is a private Foot Clan plane. The Foot Clan was flying it. It's not on any sort of, it's not on yeah. any sort of like, like flight path. Like how does he know that the cargo plane they sneak on is going to cross paths with it, which is going to be a minimum of, of 12 hours later, by the way. Like none of this makes any sense yeah. time wise, or
3: also the speed at which these planes are passing each other. How long does he say you have? Thirty seconds? No, no, yep. false. Like yeah, you have like less than five seconds. I yeah. would say like that's when, an insane. And when, period. And when
0: you hit the plane, you are going to be a green splatter.
3: Well, yeah. Well, and I and, mean they're traveling in the opposite directions at over five
1: hundred miles an hour. Yes. Yeah, I mean, come on, let's be realistic. That they could do. But, <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, a plane much higher than the Chrysler building, fine. But all of a sudden, Raf is surprisingly afraid of heights, like terrified. Out of nowhere. He actually stuck all of his limbs inside of his shell as he was falling off of the, the building. Yeah. In the beginning, like... I, just out of nowhere, he's afraid of heights.
0: Uh, yeah, makes no yeah, sense. Like, really
1: afraid. Not just, you know, he could have said, like, "Well, oh, this is a little higher than we're used to. But no.
0: So, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, um, Casey and April are being interrogated by the chief of police um, for 48 straight hours, apparently, um, <laughs> according by my calculations. Um <laughs> Uh, so the police has footage of April stealing the ooze from Baxter's lab and are charging them with a crime because of this. They say the footage, quote, checks out. The footage, so, checks
1: out. You have it authenticated, she says.
0: You watched
3: this multiple times, right, Throw Did yeah. you pay attention to this? What actually happened? Because she says that's not what happened. But it is. This is... They, Doctor, yeah, and I'm like, but they, what, then what happened? I don't remember. They just They, did it they, obvious.
0: they did just, just edited it out the beginning that showed the warthog and the pig. That's all they yeah. did.
2: They they just decreased the the size of the frame. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: But also,
1: that was all. Yeah.
0: Also, like their their crime. What does it matter if she stole the purple ooze? She absolutely. Absolutely they committed a crime in stopping the police from apprehending the turtles and sneaking into the police station to steal evidence. That's a crime by itself, which they have them dead to rights on. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um so all mm-hmm. right. Um also, by the way, it is not a law that you get a phone call.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's not a law. No. Give the a right said, to an attorney, she, yeah. but not a phone call. And
0: the police will give you that uh, phone call to contact insecurity. you. Yeah. yeah. Well, and she's not. Yeah. She's the chief of police of New York City. Yeah. She's NYPD she, chief of police.
3: She's, oh, very, she she's very involved with this case. Yes, she <laughs> is.
1: She's very much a, a foot soldier herself. The, um, there's not a lot of yeah, police
3: for ch- New York City yeah, also. The, there should be so many you know, more the, people and police. How are there no people in this movie?
0: yeah there are twelve people in the entire new york city um head of the uh the uh the cops or like the head of or the the headquarters there's twelve people in the entire headquarters for all of new york city
1: right and yet yeah they they had an unarmed um corrections officer yeah you know dealing with all this high profile shit
0: mm-hmm yeah, exactly. And
1: then taking all the flack for it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did actually start early, Michael. Michael's asking if we uh started early. Yeah. We started a bit early. It is recording. Um, but we uh um I I should probably update the uh show notes because we recently started and then also daylight savings changed, but um hmm. um uh so uh yeah. Um anyway, so all right, so in Brazil, Bebop and Rocksteady retrieve the missing components to the machine. They head back to the U.S. The Turtles do the whole cargo plane heist. They end up crashing in the middle of the Amazon. hmm And then have to get back to an airport to get to New York again.
1: Covertly. <laughs> yes. Onto the plane. You know. You yes. can travel covertly in the rainforest, but once you got to get—yeah, you're right— well, it and, didn't need to be Brazil. It, and even when this, they got to Brazil, it didn't matter that it was Brazil.
3: No. Why does the plane have to split in half
1: Yeah, and then crash to the ground? Yeah. Why
3: can't they just take the plane back? Why do we?
0: Yeah, because now this creates, like like I said, minimum of 48 hours. Them having to traverse through the rainforest to find a, an airport that has a cargo plane that they can sneak on that's going to New York, no less, <laughs> is probably a solid that, two-week I'm endeavor. Crazy assuming they survive the rain the amazon
1: yeah and then, meanwhile the MacGuffins thereafter aren't teleportation related yes. devices
0: why did bebum <laughs> and... just
1: jump from one plane to another like they're fucking tom cruise in mi you know oh like, my god yeah they
2: did they did tell they introduced... that they were near manaus uh, which is in the middle of the the rainforest the capital of amazonia the province of amazonia
1: well good for them. Okay. It did not matter. No. Yeah.
2: Is there an airport? Like Is there the an international waterfall. airport nearby there? In Manaus? Like a oh,
1: waterfall yeah, upstate New yeah York. but how far
0: from Remember Manaus there? are they? Because they were in airplanes and the airplanes matter. kept flying. Like they could be hundreds <laughs> of miles. They might have to traverse through hundreds of miles of rainforest. Um Anyways, Nothing back
1: ties it to Brazil though. Nothing. No, it's just a river rapid scene. Yeah, it okay. doesn't matter. Action movie, it, fine.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. They could have been. They could have been like uh, in Tennessee. It did not matter. So, right. uh, you you
3: read up on some of the production of this movie, Thoreau?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. I I have two questions about the production of it, and that made me think about Brazil and why Brazil was in this movie, and I still couldn't answer the question myself. Uh, Alibaba productions yeah. and then there's like a okay. Chinese Ministry of Film or something.
0: Right. That the title cards? Right. That was I that is all just because they needed uh money. Those are just they yeah. just got money from those people. That's all. Oh, but, it, but but
1: I mean oftentimes I'm sure like, like a Bay has crazy connections yeah, to uh, but, Eastern but, film. Those kinds action.
3: of uh financial agreements oftentimes they'll have some sort of ask that kind of thing it mm. just made me think like i wonder if that's if they're filming this somewhere that has to do with
1: those kinds of things because brazil's a weird choice yeah you know, it is why not it, it, yes and we we've seen so many movies we understand the mcguffin concept and yeah. you know and usually You know, uh, we've talked about it with Star Wars because there's always something. But the location will relate to the object in some form or another. Um, It's uh, across this uh, body of water we have to get to. It's buried under this thing. It didn't matter that this was Brazil. No. I was waiting to see a carnival parade since we had seen carnival people in the Halloween parade. And I was like, I'll bet you anything they fucking do a parade, which happens in March. You know, but no. No, no, it was no, not even a landmark. It was a waterfall and a jungle.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, none of it mattered. None of this mattered, and none of it made any sense. Um, Why so, is
1: one in a building in New York and one is in Brazil? It, it, so it doesn't matter. No, this is the, the, not even like the same longitude and latitude or some kind of thing.
0: No, this plot makes no sense. It's the dumbest thing ever. Um,
1: Fuck these turtles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> back in New York, Casey and April are still being interrogated. The chief leaves. They've been being interrogated for weeks. weeks. Know the chief leaves them alone in the interrogation room, and Casey steals her phone. Good thing there's not like a window where people would probably continue to watch them.
3: Yeah. He learned how to steal from the prisoners at the prison. That he's a corrections the officer. Fuck at. is this?
0: <laughs> the Casey, you don't need to put this things. this Your butt. We're not in a prison anymore. God, fuck this movie. <laughs>
3: So, God, do you think I got the phone out of the room?
0: The more we talk about this movie, the more I hate it. <laughs> Why did you put it in your ass? I thought it way. was fun after the first time. After the second time, I thought it was less fun. But now talking about it, I think this might be one of the worst things we've ever covered. This is
3: bad. But honestly, I think this one is better than the first one. I had yeah. more fun with this movie. Because the was. first one was You're just better. a slog. The first one but was... This one <laughs> is bucked this yeah. one is insane yeah,
1: in, like, a fun way.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. It, it was. It was a lot more fun than the first one, and it gets something for that, at least. Um, yeah. So, anyways. Well, the they, fun
1: was, like, cameos in the way that, you know, like yeah. just seeing crying. There was nothing about crying that was good. No. <laughs> but yeah. seeing him was fun.
0: So so April uses her phone call to call Vern, who agrees to help spring them from custody. He goes to the security room of the building with Baxter's lab. How long is it going to take that guy to get him a mochaccino? He was in there a long time. (laughs) Um, uh, And he steals the under undoctored footage from the security camera. Meanwhile, the turtles catch a flight back to New York while Baxter, who has all the pieces of the teleporter now, starts up the machine to open the portal. Vern takes the footage to the chief, shows her that Baxter was creating monsters. So the chief frees April and Casey. And at that moment, the portal starts to open.
1: I just want to ask: If you know that you're you're up to some evil business, and you know it's so evil to the point that you have fake video footage, why make backup legit footage? You know what I mean? Why? I would just use the three fake cameras that showed lab business happening all the time. Why? Yeah. Why have like, no? We, it's like Nixon level kind of shit. Like, why are you recording yourself? Yeah. Fucking
0: idiot. Why are you recording yourself making warthog? And and <laughs> rhino monsters. If like you know, it's gonna the NYPD yeah. is gonna come arrest you for making a rhino monster,
1: <laughs> or, right? What? Or you're like the oh NY. I would the new put intern. The... the new intern gave him the wrong video footage,
0: right? Uh, yeah, and to point out, this is again the NYPD. This isn't like the the Homeland Security. This isn't the FBI. It's NYPD.
1: All like fifteen up of there. them. Uh. Oh. There aren't even people on the street when they like yeah. happens at the end. Yeah. All right. It's
3: like a post-apocalyptic New York or something. Yeah.
1: So, the turtles are back
0: home in the sewer at this point. The turtles? The turtles. They hear the portal starting to open. Donnie somehow hacks into pieces of the Technodrome.
1: The technodrome.
0: The technodrome. He Where's hacks into play? it. This is not just an alien piece of hardware, which we know from Independence no, Day, they the would not actually be able to do that. We discussed this and, way, way back in our Independence Day episode. Well, and
1: what sucks is now the now it's called the, uh, the Citibank One <laughs> technodrome, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just lame. <laughs> Uh, okay,
3: I, I will say my favorite part of this sequence is that we get to see the turtles kind of surf, kind of whatever, on pieces of shit as they're flying towards this forming piece of shit in the sky—the yeah. velodrome of techno music. Um,
1: and I'll answer Michael's question off here to the side. Like, yes, TMNT three does make more sense. Yeah, yeah. I you think that after it's... that one, yeah, this one. It this just sense. historical yeah. arms dealers, right?
0: This yeah. one makes no internal sense. Like yeah. that that's its big thing. If it made sense internally, you could forgive a lot of stuff, but like it just doesn't make sense within its own universe. Yeah. Um, so all right. The all right. The they hack into the technodrome. Luckily, it has um the uh name of Krang. <laughs> So Donnie knows Craig's name. Commander Krang.
1: <laughs> Hi, this is Commander Craig.
0: Like, oh my God. Um, they just, which if he's Commander Krang, there must be an admiral
1: he reports to somewhere. Yes, that's what, yeah. He has higher ups. Like,
0: yeah. Um, so they discover that <laughs> th- that the purple ooze will allow them, or that their particular thing being turtles will let them get close enough to the portal to fight Krang, where humans can't but they can make themselves look human without the ooze. And then they decide not to do it. And they're going to stay turtles. All of this was lacking in any sort of dramatic tension because it was. No, there
1: was a tiny bit where for like half a second, it was almost going to have that like Captain America, civil war energy of like, you don't have the right to decide for all of us. Yeah. What's right for all of us. It should be ours. And that just was a minute. And I was thinking to myself when it was happening, like, Wow, this is some of the most drama I've seen between fucking turtles. Mm-hmm. And then pss, it's over. It's just Raph is mad.
0: Yeah, that's all.
1: Yeah. No, no internal struggle, no emotion to it,
0: mm-hmm. no talking
1: well, to their sensei about becoming human, which they never were. Well, no, no. This- and the resolution of this
3: is them listing off their strengths and weaknesses.
1: Yes,
0: <laughs>
3: that's how the gang comes back together. And it's the second time they've done that in this movie. I thought that was super was weak. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been really nice to have them just show us this instead of literally telling us in two expositional dialogue moments.
0: Well, oh, I, one, thing, one thing I wanted to point out again is, like, there were things where, like, it would, like, freeze frame and, like, it would name them and stuff. And, like, there was, like, a moment where, like, there was, like, Like um uh, where there was like game show music playing in the background, but then throughout the whole thing, there was like the standard like Michael Bay score, like bum bum bum, happening, which was so inconsistent with what was going on on screen.
1: Well, and I know it was way before, but Stockman says that you know you mutate because of this like dormant gene that relates to our animal side. or Yeah. I don't, we don't have any common ancestry with rhinos and that, warthogs. That's the thing. The yes. Girls we're not human. Ever.
0: It said it said it activates the dormant genes from our ancestors. We are not descended from rhinos. No. We are no. not descended from warthogs other than Speak we Speak
3: for yourself. <laughs> yeah.
0: Other than we oh, had okay. a common <laughs> ancestor like Sick. a little mammal some millions of years ago, but we do not share common ancestry like we are not descended from them; they are not our ancestors.
1: Yeah, not in the way he explains it. No, 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 no. Yeah, and then again, where is that dormant gene in the turtles?
0: Yes, exactly.
1: You know it it was like like a human gene a inside and... the turtle. Yeah,
0: <laughs> the turtles are descended from turtles? humans, except they're yeah. really not. They're reptiles. They were, it
1: wasn't like a um, like the fly, where you go, you know, like it wasn't a human was trapped with yeah. the turtle, and yeah, yeah. Oh. these were four turtles in ooze. They just became smart. So did the ooze have a
3: bunch of human DNA in it?
1: (laughs) Ew. (laughs) If law and order is correct, it was mostly semen. They (laughs)
0: were bit by a radioactive human. Um,
1: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Dude, the Chernobyl.
0: (laughs) So, wait, wait, wait. I wanted to point out something that drove me crazy about the turtle's design. Um, And this is something that wasn't as obvious in the first one to me for some reason, but... So they all are like built, like we're like strong. We've got big pecs and stuff, but yeah. their shell front, that's still shell. That shouldn't yeah. be in the shape of like pecs and abs. It's just a shell. It's Nobody weird. Nobody to
3: fuck a real turtle. They want to fuck anthropomorphized <laughs> yeah, teenage mutant cut. ninja turtles. You need six pecs. Oh. Yeah, it's really weird. The character design compared to like classic character design. It really is
0: weird. Yeah. They yeah. look... Yeah. So anyways, um Shredder has the Foot Clan take Baxter back to Tokyo against his will. Um while Baxter who just made him a handheld transporter. Which again, like why does he need Krang? He's got this. Yeah.
3: And why not make two so you can bounce? You know? Yeah. Be like I made one for myself and in the meantime I built I built a second one. Here, you can have it.
1: Or like I'm it out. can take you anywhere in the universe except Brazil. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, so, all right. Um, Shredder teleports into the technodrome.
1: <laughs> he stepped into the octagon. No, he finds Tina Turner. Yeah,
0: she's holding out for a hero. She's. <laughs> uh, they don't need another hero, Shredder. Um, anyways, so Krang. We uh, didn't need another villain. Yeah. Krang betrays like Shredder and puts him in his collection. He freezes him and puts him in his collection, yeah. uh, with a bunch of other frozen guys. Um, the turtles decide they're going to head to the middle of the Technodrome and send a beacon. Okay, so there's a beacon that the Technodrome is going to, and like it's I- just,
2: it's what all the pieces are drawn to, flying towards.
1: Which I cut, you know, I kind of liked. Yeah, I like that. I like the parts. Oh fine. yeah, no, no, it you looked know, cool. It definitely chin,
0: looked chin, cool chin, chin, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's all I had.
3: Um, so <laughs> I, before we go, so this thing is assembling, right? Yeah. It, Kang Krang, sorry, Krang, opens the door and puts uh Shredder inside his little frozen toy container, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his toys. Did all those dudes get sent through the black hole as individual pieces?
0: Yeah. yeah. Like what is going on? And why is Krang just by himself with a technodrome? Why isn't he just sending like an army of robots through? Why does he need to
1: build a death star? Big robots that can do.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He just. Well, and it seems like it's spacefaring. So why not build it in space?
0: That's what I'm saying. Why didn't he send his stuff to space? It burned up in Earth's atmosphere. It broke up in Earth's atmosphere. Why didn't he just send it into space? Yeah, it's and it's a Death Star. He built a Death Star. Like that's
3: yeah. what it is. But a hollow one. Yes, made for horse races and <laughs> no, no hiding. And Which like our he Death stands Star.
0: in the middle of this big hollow Death Star and shoots one laser. Like it just has one laser. It's just a big hollow sphere with a single laser. What the fuck is this? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Surprising he couldn't destroy this dimension.
0: He's a so bad military commander. He should be stripped of his rank because this is a yeah. terrible plan. And it's apparently taken years for him to pull off.
1: And he mismanaged the Veterans Fund, which was the most <laughs> grievous of errors.
0: <laughs> um, so the Turtles um, jump from the Chrysler building into the Technodrome. They're able to defeat Krang in hand to hand combat. Well, April, Casey, and Vern fight Bebop and Rocksteady at the lab facility because they have to turn off the portal after the Technodrome goes back through it.
1: I just want to give a shout out to some of the best product placement in any movie to the Hamada Cargo Corporation, (laughs) whose name was on everything, even the dump truck. Uh, which is okay. So,
0: I was the product placement was weird because they kept name checking to Apple products and mentioned Steve Jobs in the same breath as Newton and Einstein. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, that was weird. Um,
1: just picturing Isaac Newton in a black turtleneck, jeans. <laughs> just dropping an apple. <laughs> He's like, Look, what goes up? <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> He's like, imagine something that keeps trees stuck to Earth. Imagine something that keeps people stuck to Earth. And then imagine something that keeps oceans stuck to Earth. Now imagine it's all the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Think different.
3: Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Uproarious <laughs> applause.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the turtles hurl the beacon back through the portal. The Technodrome and Krang go with it. April shuts down the portal machine, closing the portal and saving the earth from Krang. The turtles get honored at a secret ceremony by the chief of police at the Statue of Liberty. The chief urges them to go public, but they decide to stay in hiding. They go to the Statue, of, the Liberty, Statue of Liberty, where they all just go,
1: Yay! <laughs> Turtle power. Or something. Roll credits. Holy shit! I want to say, I was say, I saw a headline this week that um, baby Galapagos tortoises were found for the first time. Aw. Oh. awesome! Almost hundred years.
0: That's that's a big plus.
1: Turtle power. Yeah. Turtle power. Found Forever.
0: <laughs> um, I I don't even I don't know <laughs> I don't know what else to say about this movie. Uh, I
1: mean, it, we talked about our unanswered question.
3: It was bad but fun
0: yeah it was it was more fun than the first one it was truly terrible it felt like it felt like a 1992 movie made by michael Mm -hmm. bay in 2016 (laughs)
1: um well and they just didn't lean into the fun cartoonishness. they had it but there were too many scenes in you know interrogation rooms in brazil and planes yeah it's just like more crane more mutants if you're gonna that's what we're gonna do yeah,
0: if you're gonna go over the top, stupid, like four kids, just go all the way with it. Don't try to like thread this needle of also partially being like a gritty at Michael Bay action film.
1: Yeah, well, right. Like we said, Crang slaps Shredder right away, so you know it was <laughs> like right away they they take away his villainy. So even not even the foot seems sinister later on. None of it. It's just like, it, what, what about that alien dude? Forget the oh. ninjas. Okay, one last thing. I have
3: one unanswered question. Why didn't Shredder have his Shredder armor? Did he only have one
2: suit?
0: Um. Hmm. Yeah, yeah good point. He, have, point. he didn't have... Only... He had the metal
3: gauntlet with he, the blades on it, like he, he's Wolverine. Yeah, but, but he, he didn't, didn't have didn't, his uh,
0: armor anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why? Well, it's such a
3: weird... Like, there's no in-universe explanation for it. He's like, no, nah, I just... I got my haircut when I was in and I thought it looked nice.
0: So oh, wait, wait, Andrea, right. Andrea I'm just gave Q-T. us, Andrea just gave us a uh, turtle, um, alter egos. And I feel like it's strangely, strangely fitting uncomfortably. So, <laughs> I think so. yeah. Yeah. Um, so she says Thoreau's Leonardo, Alice Donatello, Josh is Raphael, and Brian is Michelangelo. All out. Yep. Yeah, I it, I can't argue with that at all, Andrea. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's perfectly. I have three unanswered questions, which we haven't covered yet. One, where did the turtles okay. get money for pizza? I can get that they steal their tech, but they we see them on screen paying <laughs> for the pizza. I think they steal from
3: criminals. If we're allowing them a place to steal, they're Robin Hooding. The bad
1: guys. They're stealing. Or, they're stealing yeah.
0: from the. They're stealing from the criminals and giving to the pizza delivery man. <laughs> like yeah. <Ron. laughs> well,
1: they don't give him anything. I don't think. Right. We just see him. So, but so maybe April has a debit card set up for
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh yeah. Maybe April's giving them pizza money. That's a good point.
1: Yeah. Um, but you're right. There's thievery happening. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Obviously. Without question. Um, my second question is. Who in the Foot Clan cooked two oil drums full of spaghetti and meatballs?
1: For two herbivore <laughs> yeah, animals? Yes. Yes, they're no, herbivores. No, I know. There's, there's there's nothing implied meat in spaghetti, but yeah. We see the you meatballs, know, like, just though. Just,
0: I mean, I guess they could be vegetarian oh, meatballs, okay. but I don't know. All right. But two yeah, full oil drums. They could have been two.
3: Uh, my like, question about that scene is, vegetable. why were they eating them off the bottom of the bucket? Yeah. Instead of eating it out of a bucket?
0: Wait. Like, right. They had, what, they had an upside down paint bucket
3: spaghetti. and it was just heaped on top of a bucket, like not a plate on a table,
0: but there were the two the bottom they were barrels, of a bucket.
3: They
1: were yeah. Barrels.
0: And there were two full oil drums of spaghetti and meatballs. Oh,
1: right, yeah. yeah. Do they make them in the drums? Yeah. <laughs> no, you'd have to strain the water.
0: Yeah. Someone filled up two. Someone in the foot clan made a lot of spaghetti
1: <laughs> <laughs> earlier that morning. He's all. I'm good with my hands. Everyone else, foot.
2: That um, spaghetti was supposed to feed the whole clan.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they they do cold. meal prep for the entire gang to
1: <laughs> save money. No, they walk back in the room and they're like, "Motherfucker, you guys! You stuck your snout in, in, the in the middle of the oil land. drum." <laughs> yeah,
0: that was for the clan.
3: <laughs> they probably shit in the corner too.
0: Um, and the last one. Does April still work for Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> is she still working? She was. Did, yeah.
2: Did she get her job back? Yeah. Who is she reporting to?
1: <laughs> You're right. That was another um role, um, sort of like Tyler Perry's, where it's like she must have been a fan, right? Like. Yeah. Like all of these shitty actors and She's you know, a... low budget action, and then Whoopi Goldberg.
0: Yeah, but like. And then. Yeah, and, and this time Tyler they swapped Perry, out. Like they swapped out Whoopi for Tyler Perry and Laura Linney, but also, like, who is she a reporter for? Yeah.
3: She has a blog, you're right. Maybe. as uh, it's
0: 2016. Oh. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. She could just have a YouTube sure. channel <laughs> for all we know.
1: <laughs> Which influencer are you? She's got a TikTok. <laughs> <Andrew>?
2: <laughs> Did we mention the, the tagline for this movie?
0: What was it? Out of the
1: Shadows?
2: Uh, raise some shell.
1: Raise some shell.
2: Raise some shell.
1: Uh, Oof. I don't know. I, I got like it. Michael's coming out of their shell. Reunion
2: tour. Yeah. Like the ZZ Top Recycler tour. <laughs> um, my un- unanswered question. Why have they still not completed the Christmas album the hip-hop Christmas album yeah they've had so
1: many years
2: they, they mention it in this movie again
1: oh
0: uh, do they
2: yeah yeah um, when
1: Leonardo's mad and Mikey's like bummed out that he's mad he's like don't tell don't tell I told because we won't be able to finish our hip-hop Christmas album
0: yeah uh so all right guys you want to rank this thing okie dokie all right yep. All right, so um, let's see, teenage, so all right, so here they're, like, they're kind of grouped together strangely. Turtles three is at seventy four, the first, the Turtles fourteen is at eighty two.
1: I feel like we had more fun with Turtles in Time than this. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but we had more fun with this. I'm not than Turtles fourteen. I'm not putting
1: this above Howard. I'm not putting this above Toxie two. I think it
0: goes above Um, Turtles 14, though, personally.
1: That was the one before this? Yeah, that was, The first time we saw the mocap. Yeah. Uncanny Turtles. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, then, in between that and Toxie 2? I mean, I can live with that. Yeah. In between Toxie 2 and that? Because you're right, a little better. A little better,
0: but not enough to be better than, like, much else.
1: Yep. No, because even the Toxic Avenger justifies going to Japan better than this justifies going
2: <laughs> to, to Brazil. <laughs> yeah.
0: To Brazil. Uh, what are your thoughts, Al?
2: I'm cool with that.
0: All right. Nice and easy. We're just going to stick it there. Um, underneath. Out of the shadows. Oots. Oot. <laughs> out of the, oh, Oots. Yeah, sorry, Oots. Oh. <laughs> CMNT Oots. At number 82, right above Turtles uh, 14. Um, yeah, I, I think that's as good as anywhere else, honestly. Um, yep. That's about all I got to say about this one, which means it's time to look forward to next week. And on next week's Episode of Harmless Phosphorescence. We are going to be watching Suicide Squad. Okay. Yeah, yep. yeah. It's it brought it. Hey, you know what? It 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 wasn't a total loss. We got Harley. We got a Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn out of it, and that's I consider that a net gain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It set up some things.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, but I haven't seen it since it came out. So. I don't know. There's going to be a lot of, what is this, some kind of podcast? Oh, that, there's my line. Uh, all right. Uh, so that is next week. Until then, thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us. This has been your host, Throw Smiley, and I have to go because my boyhood is drawing to an end.
1: <laughs> I'm Josh Cc, and, uh, yeah, thanks, Kevin.
3: We'll see you next week. <laughs> I'm Brian Leshin. Oh, wait, I have one more question. What would Vin Diesel do?
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's like they say, if you want to get work done, don't spend time at the zoo.
3: (laughs) That old chestnut. what
2: they say. Wait, who says that? I'm Alaric Weber. Uh, Uh,
0: Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.